This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Homestyle Radio. Good day, everyone. Welcome to the Ho 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 Host Hope Video Pod and Calendar. Santa Claus here. Now, I've just seen that I received one last letter to my post bag. And in all honesty, it might be a bit too late for me to act on. But seeing as it's the season of goodwill to all men and women, I wouldn't be able to live with myself if I let this poor soul's Christmas wish remain unacknowledged. And who knows, old Father Christmas might still have one last miracle under the beard. So, I'm going to endeavour to do my best. Let's see what it says here. Okay. Dear Father Christmas, my wife has indeed left me. All I want for Christmas is for you to pull off your sleigh and land on the railings outside my house so I can watch and laugh. Fuck you very much. Keith from HR. Uh... Well, like I said, um, it might be a bit too late for me to do anything about that one. Um, maybe next year, Keith, you know, uh, uh, Merry Christmas, on with the show. Right, welcome to the Homesdale Radio Podvent Calendar. And if I just slowly peel back this door and behind it, I find Holly Walsh. Welcome, Holly. Thanks for joining us. Hello. 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 Thank you for having me. Of course. I mean, I can't believe I know, it's taking us so only, long to get you I on. Know I know I'm only on this because I've got a Christmassy name, but I'll take any any uh, <laughs> attention I can get. Yeah. It's Christmassy name tick, Palace fan tick. That's it. That's it. That's all that's required. Yeah. Uh, low, low standards. So, um, it's been... It's been quite the 2017 for you. Lots of lots of stuff going on. Most per recently, Motherland has been screening on TV to great reviews, and you rode out with Sharon Horgan. How did that program all come about? Oh, that was um, well. We did it with Sharon Horgan. I did it with Sharon Horgan, who I've written with for um, about ten years now, and uh, then. The Linehans, Graham Linehan and his wife, Helen Linehan. So there was four of us writing it. So it's been, it was in development for quite a while and then we got around to writing it. So yeah, it's been mad how much um, like uh, goodwill there's been towards it. Which is, it is, you know, you get so nervous when you put something out into the world that people are going to hate it. But 
yeah, I think we got away with it. That's quite a relief. <laughs> and for the people who haven't watched it, what's a brief synopsis of the programme? It's, um, well, I live in Broxley and it's probably channeling um, middle class mothers of Broxley and elsewhere uh, to, uh, yeah, sort of follows the, um, the uh, life of this woman called Julia who's sort of having a meltdown about um, having her children. She's got two kids and uh, yeah, it's, it's just about how people nowadays deal with parenting and balancing everything. So yeah, it's quite sort of timely, I suppose. And you've been drawing from your own experience. Uh, what you, what's Arthur's one and a half now, is he? Yeah, two. Yeah, I've got a oh. two-year-old son. So he's got a um, Benteke-signed shirt in his room. So we were really hoping that things would turn around for Benteke because otherwise we would have to do a lot of explaining as to why there was a gap in the wall. But yeah, um, yeah. we spend a lot of time drinking baby chinos because that's how we live nowadays. It's ridiculous how much your life changes once you've got a two-year-old. There you go. Yeah, and another one on the way as well. Yeah, another one. We used to find a yeah because we've got Arthur, so the Arthur wait, but none of the others, none of the other stands really work for a girl's name. So I'm not sure. What I don't right, think Sainsbury's is fair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Or what was they? You left the wait to see, or maybe phone Parish up and get an early signs on what they might call the new main stand because they're suggesting yeah, they're going to sell the naming rights. Um, and answers I, on a postcard. I, who do you think it's going to be? Who do you think will buy it? Goodness knows. Um, Richard Branson, Fly Virgin again, Chris, what do you reckon? The Virgin Main Stand in Croydon. <laughs> I'm not so sure, mate. <laughs> uh, and um, you've also got the other one pilot which has happened. Um, yeah, this... I did that in the, in the summer. That was a pilot that I did for the BBC during Motherland. So it was a pretty full on um, summer. And that, was, that came out, I think, in. September, October, I can't remember. That's just a one-off pilot, so we're waiting to hear if we've got a series for that. So it'd be nice to come off maternity and even have a bit of work. Mm. <laughs> uh, hopefully that means I can afford another season ticket if we stay in the Premier League, or I'll just wait and see what happens. Or, or just would, you do... buy, would you buy a season ticket now if you, if you knew that, we, if, you, if there was any thought of it, us going down? Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. That's very, <laughs> that's very good yeah, yeah. I mean, are they still doing the Palace comedy shows around the end of the season time? Because was it, don't oh, yeah, you get paid Kevin in season them. tickets? Yeah, no, you don't get paid in a season ticket. Oh, do you? I can't remember. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I did an amazing one once, which was um, Eddie Izzard and Doctor Doc Brown do it. It was amazing. It was such a great night up at, in, at those Fairfield halls in Croydon, and it was. Um, it was just such an amazing event because it was packed with Palace fans and it was really, really fun. I think because Kevin Day organises them, doesn't he, every year? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, Kevin Day, I great. don't know. He's involved with some other podcast we don't really yeah. know about. Yeah, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> um, and just a little bit more of a roll call for this year. You've had um, Charlotte and Lillian on Radio 4, which also got very good reviews. Um, you, were, <laughs> you popped up on Parenting for Idiots. I, d- I didn't realise yeah. you did Pointless. I think uh, what I realised when I was researching you, which is obviously weird researching someone you know, is that <laughs> we never talk about work. All we talk about is moan about Crystal Palace and the referees and stuff. <laughs> so I didn't realise yeah. you did Pointless. How did you do? 
I got knocked out in the first round. I don't even think we got through the first. We we got the first question wrong and we were knocked out. So that's probably why I never mentioned it. Thank you for bringing it up. Uh, you did <laughs> well on um, Celebrity Mastermind, though. You came second on that. Uh, yeah, but that was you know I did a lot of revision for that. I really fully embraced my square school um, exam vibes for that one. I really, really re- re- um, revised for it. Yeah, the mean, subject was badgers, though, wasn't it? It was the European badger. Yeah, you're correct. Right. right. <laughs> Which is, I, I, was yeah. a hard one. To, I mean, they won't let you do football teams. That everybody does football teams, and they've done too many of them, so they're quite keen to get you off doing football teams. Mm. So, what would you like losing to Ken Bruce? Do you like hate Ken Bruce now? No, he's he was well. I, I sort of reconciled myself to the fact that I would lose but also he was sort of nearly twice my age so I figured he had a lot more general knowledge on him so I didn't have to worry too much I just thought well <laughs> when I'm his age I hope I know as much as he does <laughs> he's a really nice guy <laughs> uh, but you have been on QI and that's that takes some intelligence right and then um, 8 out of 10 cats and Chris you wanted to talk to Holly about some panel show stuff yeah, I'm a bit of a comedy nerd, and I am fascinated about what goes on behind the scenes of panel shows and what they like to record. I've heard various different sort of, you know, from Mock the Week and how, you know, that has, uh, you know, quite quite a competitive edge to it, I've heard. But, uh, I mean, you know, of, of all of those, what's your favourite to do? QI is by far the most fun. It's, I mean, they're all really fun, but QI, for me, is just, just the most fun because um, there's such nice people on it, and... Sandy Tuxpig is so lovely and uh, um, Alan Davis is really, really, really nice. Uh, so I think that's when I kind of look forward to the most just because I really like the people involved in it. But they're all really fun. I mean, panel shows are just quite brilliant when you've got a nice panel with everyone sort of bouncing off each other. That It doesn't feel like work. It was genuinely a lot of my was doing them. So they are really good. For, for that, the topical ones are harder. Yeah. You have to think of stuff very quickly. For that sort of half hour, though, how much time does it actually take to record all that? Oh, long time. Two hours, I reckon. Maybe a bit longer. Wow. Maybe two hours, I think. So they really boil it down to the best stuff. But, um, yeah, they're really fun to see. It kind of leads, leads me on to my next question. Again, I apologise. I am something of an, a comedy nerd. And, you know, since since you've started... Um, I'm sure you'd, you know, you'd have noticed the fact that there's been a concerted effort to, should we say, represent women more on panel shows and in TV in general and that kind of stuff. Um, although you still get things like, I mean, obviously someone like uh, yourself or, or Bridget Christie, someone like that, they do incredibly crafted comedy shows. And, you know, yet Bridget Christie still gets called Stuart Lee's wife and all that kind of yeah. stuff. But are attitudes changing for the better in, in your view? Yeah, I think so. And I think we're lucky because the sort of generation before us had a much harder time. I think, you know, another Palace fan, people like Joe Brand, she probably was much more, um, you know, faced a lot more difficulties with being a f- woman in comedy than, than we do because nowadays it's just easier because of people like Joe Brand and stuff. So we have a lot to thank them for. But, um, yeah, I try not to think about it too much. I just want to be a comedian rather than a female comedian. So, um, yeah. you know, it's one of those things where sort of sometimes you think about it and, uh, it can be quite depressing, um, especially sort of women in TV and film this year and everything that's gone on. But um, yeah. 
yeah, I mean, I think I've had a really, I've been very lucky and I've been had a lot of very supportive um, people. So I feel really, really blessed in that sense. But um, yeah, I, I think I'm just so grateful to the people, the women who went before us and made big, much bigger differences and changes in sort of how people see comedy and everything than, than my generation, I think, in a way. And a, and an it's audience too pretentious. Is... That was a heavily pretentious. Yeah, answer, I know. Well, I, well, I led you into it. It's my own fault. <laughs> <laughs> Asking a pretentious question in the first place, but uh, 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 audience attitudes changing as well because I've been to some horrendous comedy audiences where there's nothing that the the you know the person doing comedy can actually do. Uh, you've just got. Yeah, a, I mean, this know. is the worst time of year to be a comedian. Christmas uh, Christmas gigs with pissed up office parties is. Mm. It's a hard. Is if you're going to a comedy show before Christmas, just bear in mind that these are hard, hard gigs to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. People tend to listen, want to listen to their own voices rather than a comedian talking when they've had four sambucas and they're sitting next to someone from a camp that they fancy. Sambucas. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Cheers. Um, so, um, sticking to the comedy vibe for now on for people who live in South London um, you have a pretty good night on Mondays down in um, New Cross yeah New Cross at the Amersham Arms we run a night called Happy Mondays it's every other Monday and we get like lots of good people we had Alan Davis um, we've had Greg Davis just have people with surnames Davis but um, <laughs> loads of uh, we've had tons of really good people over the years and um, it is uh, £5 to get in so it's cheap that's our philosophy and people try out loads of new stuff on stage but you get to see really good acts so yeah that's my um top tip is if if you've got a five on a monday night come to our gig at the amersham arms in new cross yeah um i've been i've been a few times um i think i've seen russell howard there Stuart lee um so you get really across the board comedy as well so it's um, yeah really good night so that's opposite new cross station isn't it so um, yeah yeah it's very easy to get to if you live in or around selhurst and then around okay um well i suppose we should move on to palace a bit uh i love the story of how you become a palace fan um we've obviously had your husband john on a couple of times on this <laughs> show um you know lording around his bafta and so on <laughs> but um uh, just for the people who haven't heard that how, how did you two become palace fans yeah, I uh, well, we used to go. We we moved to South East London, and I've always loved going to watch football live. And I persuaded John to go to Palace um, to watch them, and we just loved it as soon as we got there. It was an amazing atmosphere, and uh, yeah, my husband was like an instant convert and became like a militant Palace fan within about the first half, and. Uh, so we've been going ever since we've got season tickets but it's so great I just think for lots of reasons I really love supporting a local club I mean I don't think I can ever support anyone else now but um, we've made so many amazing friends there and it's just so good for the community and aside from all the ups and downs of being a Palace fan I mean it's a really good lesson in disappointment management and uh, um, you know the underdog being a Palace fan so it is a good it's an amazing club to support so we're very lucky yeah i always like it when he says that within the first 10 minutes of the game he was standing up when we were singing stand up if you love palace and you just <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sort of glanced across <laughs> at him <laughs> 
Yeah, he was standing no. up. I was like, "This is a quick. This is quick. <laughs> <laughs> this is quick." Yeah. Well, um, I, I can't remember what game it was. He did mention what game it was. Um, we'll be able to dig that out from the archives. But um, yeah, no, I, I agree with you. It's I, I, the first time I walked into Sellers Park. Um, it was quite. I was quite late. I guess I think I was about twelve or thirteen. Was when my dad first took me. And there's just something about the place. You just kind of just grabs it's you, amazing. really. And it's not that fancy yeah, or like, anything like that, is it? Well, let's be honest, it's a bit of a shell. No. <laughs> yeah, and that's what's sort of great about it, I think. It doesn't feel corporate, it doesn't feel you know, inauthentic. It just feels like, it's just, I don't know, I really love it. And I've, we don't sit together, I sit in a very a different part of the stand to my husband, and I've made great friends with people who sit around my end. So, um, yeah, I've really enjoyed it. It's been brilliant. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18+, plus. serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around, to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Yeah. And um, because we're recording later on in the month with you, everyone else we sort of did in November and they was all getting questions about all the season started quite badly. But now we've um, we've been doing all right in the last couple of weeks. So you, yeah. you feeling, a bit, feeling a bit more optimistic after the last couple? I really want to. I mean, the thing is, I, I've been a Palace fan long enough now to know that you can't sort of get too ahead of yourself. But... And my dad, who is very, very, he doesn't, he's one of those sort of annoying football supporters who doesn't support a team and just supports the game. But he's been saying since day one that he doesn't think we're going to go down. And he's, he's actually very often um, wrong. So I just think, um, <laughs> I think there's still a chance. But I, uh, I admire his optimism. I think we, I just hope we're all right. I'd love to stay up. But then again, the championship was a really fun you know, there's a lot, lot to be said for it. So yeah, the championship like can be fun. Yeah, it can be, but um, we want to be in a big time. Of course, if we'd go down, we were we'd probably lose Wilfred Zaha, but we might lose yeah, him exactly. anyway, being linked with all the big clubs. Um, how much do you enjoy watching Wilfred? Well, he's amazing, but he's so frustrating sometimes. Like um, when he got watching him in the Watford game, just seeing him lose his head a bit, and, and I love him so much. He's so incredible, but I just wanted to have a bit more sort of self-belief and listen to the fans a bit less but I think that's sort of what makes him him so I suppose that's what you get yeah no but you're he, right he's like a tree isn't he uh, he's, he's amazing. amazing he is amazing and um, yeah I've, I mean we have to appreciate him as long as we have him I think because <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I don't, uh, I'm not uh, sure where he'd want to go go on where would he go if he was going to leave then do you reckon well I'd Tottenham no, I'd think it'd have to be someone bigger than that to prize him away from us. Probably somewhere abroad. I don't know, like, you know, it's really? being linked to Man City is kind of like, will you really want to go back to Manchester after what happened in Manchester <laughs> yeah, last time? Yeah, after what happened. 
Mm, yeah, so I, I don't know. We'll be interested to see, but I think he probably he'll probably be sticking around for a little bit longer. He's earning the big bucks now, so it's not like he's going to go somewhere else and earn a lot more money. So, um, and at least if we sell him, we, we can make a lot of money off him because he's got a long, still got quite a long contract with us. Yeah, well, you know, um, I don't think we'll be accepting anything under. 80 million odd <laughs> I just I don't see because who we're going to sign because we'd have to spend a lot of money to replace him and probably wouldn't be able to replace him so he's worth he's just worth too much to us I think but um, yeah. there you go but you was like, so who's your favourite player? Jimmy Mack Jimmy Mack Jimmy Mack he was, he was brilliant against Watford I wasn't he? Him. He was brilliant I love him every time he comes on I feel sort of a sense of uh just all will be all be well with the world. There's a kind of something very reassuring about the way he plays football. But he works so hard. He is so like if you just watch him, he's just so committed to the game. I just think he's he's my favourite player. I love him. I really love. Him. I love Peroni as well. But I, I think um, he, I think James yeah, McLaughlin is really understatedly like cultured as well I think because he's because he's Scottish <laughs> and a bit rough and ready people don't really appreciate how cultured he is you know there's a lot of times have you ever met him uh, I haven't actually he's one of the few players I haven't actually met so I, I, I don't know what he's like in person but I'm just more talking about his style of play like you know he's always doing yeah, yeah. sort of no look passes and fancy little dribbles and stuff like that so I, 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 I really rate James McCarthy and I think he's probably still got a bit of a yeah. role to play for us um, yeah but um, so if I had to push you and say are we going to stay up yes or no oh come on of course I'm going to say yes <laughs> at this stage we've had about <laughs> three wins like we've, ever, we've been unbeaten for six games haven't we at the moment so is it seven it six, six or, or seven? seven six or seven, seven seven I think yeah well either way we're doing you know things are working out and um, I love Roy I've really sort of come around to him and now I'm really sort of in love with him I think he's amazing just seeing him on the touchline is so amazing just the look on his face for the whole game is worth watching itself but yeah he's I love him it's brilliant yeah so it's the most Palace thing ever isn't it set the record in the Premier League for most wins most losses in a row without scoring a goal and then set our own Premier League record by going seven games unbeaten (laughs) it's like we're hustlers you know like people (laughs) in the pool halls and pretend that they're rubbish so they can win everything I feel like we're doing that. We just led everyone up the garden path. But we're just, we're just yeah. giving Man City a head start. That's that's all it is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right, um, it's Christmas time of year. So, uh, what's you got? You got any traditions that you got? You do you stick to every year? So, or has it changed a bit well, now? Now you've got children. Yeah, we, yeah well, this year cause I'm literally about to have a baby in any minute. Um, I gave my dad my season ticket to go and see the Arsenal game. So um, he, he and my husband are going to go and watch it. I'm very jealous, but I just, I, I, I've recently had to start asking them to open the massive double gates to let me through because I can't fit through the turnstiles. So I'm going to try and make it to the Man City game and then I think I might have to take a bit of a sort of um, break from it and just try and uh, find some dodgy stream online to watch it. Because, mm. um, oh yeah, that, yeah, I'm annoyed because I want to keep going now with had a sort of turn up for the book <laughs> in our success but yeah and, that's um, my, my my tradition this year will be um, listening to my dad explain to me why he's good luck omen for the game <laughs> which is never true <laughs> and um, so will it be John cooking the food at home this year or, is, or who does cook oh, the food that'd be nice 
And um, what's it? Do you, don't you normally head down to your parents for Christmas? No, no. This year they're all coming to us because we're so cl- close to having a baby that um, we have to stick with family at the hospital. <laughs> Otherwise, yes. we could be in trouble. I don't really want to have a baby on a hard sh- shoulder in a motorway. So, <laughs> <staying>. <laughs> yeah, well, that would make a good pilot for a TV show. Um, so yeah. with. With um, what was I going to say? I was going with everyone going through people's old tweets and trying to catch them out. I tried to do that with you, but um, there was nothing. You're you're clean. You'll be pleased to know. But I did stumble yeah. across a, a tweet from Christmas time when you were saying that um, you'd convince your mum not to turn the broadband off because it was Christmas Day. What was that all about? Did your mum yeah. used to turn the internet off. <laughs> My parents turn the internet off at 9 o'clock at night and they think that you shouldn't have it on overnight because it's sort of bad for your brain. It scrambles your brain. So, like, <laughs> honestly, like, they have really clear no Wi-Fi rules at night and it's weird, but there you go. And considering <laughs> they live in the middle of nowhere and the heating's really bad, the internet is the only thing that can keep me going for days on end. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, they turn that off, which is really unhelpful. That's pretty hilarious. <laughs> Mind you, I wouldn't be surprised if my mum done that. Um, yeah, my mum would probably more <laughs> say that it needs to go to sleep or something. I don't know. But um, <laughs> uh, what about Christmas films? What's your favourite Christmas film? That is a difficult one. I actually haven't gone to Christmas films yet. Well, I see. I never really watched them before, and now I've got them all stored up to watch with my son. But he's not quite old enough, so I'm sort of hesitant to watch too many before I have to watch them 30,000 times with him <laughs> but um, what, what would I say is a good Christmas film I think The Muppets I think that would yeah. be my number one choice yeah uh, Hambo the uh, one of the other hosts on Hull Radio claims it is Michael um, Caine's best ever film <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure Michael wow. Caine would appreciate that. Yeah, it's, pretty, it's, it's a pretty big call. <laughs> and um, oh, but I might have just given away that Hambo's not on the call anymore. You know, that's the magic of recording is that um, the call dropped yesterday, so we've recorded this interview across two parts. So Hambo's no longer yeah, with us. Yeah, that's why my mood has changed considerably. <laughs> but yesterday I was really, I was really overwhelmed, and today I'm like much more chilled out. <laughs> okay, and. Um, and the running trend through these Podvent calendar things has been um, Die Hard. Is it a Christmas movie or not? Oh. No, because someone wears a vest for most of it, and that can't be a sign of Christmas. <laughs> if he had to wear knitwear, then I'd say yeah, but the fact that he's in his underwear for most of it, that's just not Christmas. <laughs> that's a fair that's point. Day. <laughs> Yeah, so you you heard it there, Hambo. Die Hard's not a Christmas film, <laughs> right? Um, right. So that's that's. I think we just can end it there, really. Um, what we've been Thank asking. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, of course. I just can't, I can't believe it's taken us so long to get you on. You know, it's it's been a while. But um, what we've been ending with is just like if you've got a little Christmas message for the Palace fans. It's a Christmassy message. Uh, my Christmas message would be to keep the faith and to keep warm. Keep warm indeed, because it gets really cold in the homestyle. Really cold. It's the thing that's preventing me moving to the upper tier because it's absolutely freezing up there. So, I would um, never go in the upper tier. That's that's ridiculous. That's you get altitude sickness up there. <laughs> oh, we're talking about. Uh, would you move Horrible. to the main stand? The new main stand. Would you move oh. there when it gets built? 
Okay. All right, cool. But yeah, brilliant. Thank you so much for joining us and um, Merry Christmas and good luck with the baby. And to you. Thank you. Bye. Uh, bye. And that's all for today, boys and girls. Oh, come on, it's no good crying about it. There'll be another episode tomorrow, you impatient little b****. In the meantime, please like and share this ho-ho-ho Homestell Radio Podvent calendar in order to help us raise more money for the Palace for Life Foundation. See you tomorrow. Merry Christmas. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24 7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.